Hi friend, do you ever need to create marketing materials easily? Whether you need to make flyers or artwork for your blog, your podcast, or any number of different things, check out Canva. Go to findyourflow.com forward slash Canva. That's C-A-N-V-A. I've been using the free version of Canva for many, many years, and I recently upgraded to the pro version, and it's awesome. So go to findyourflow.com forward slash Canva to learn more. And now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Find Your Flow radio show podcast. I'm your host, Winston Wittes, and I'm here today with a very special episode. Today's episode is all about overcoming obstacles. This is probably going to be a multi, 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 many part podcast topic because obstacles are just part of life, right? And so there's a lot of different ways to deal with them and or not deal with them. And it's fun to explore those different ways. And sometimes it's just necessary, I would say, to explore different ways and try to provide some perspective on this for you and for me, right? And so um, the reason this is extra important and uh, timely, at least for me, is just because there's been obstacles lately. There, I mean, you know, it's life, right? So that's kind of a just a silly thing to say. But I guess on the one hand, there's times where it's like, man, everything's just going my way. Everything's awesome. And especially when I'm tuned into the awesome things, as I should be, right? As I'm practicing being tuned in and grateful and thankful. And even now, I could do that and, and am doing that on a daily basis, practicing being thankful and grateful for the things that are already amazing in my life, of which there are plenty And so counting blessings, counting, uh, you know, having a a gratitude journal, just logging all these things that we are thankful for can be a very powerful practice. And even with this practice, life is still life, and there are things that are challenging that happen to us sometimes, right? So I'll give you a great example. So (laughs) over the weekend... I was, and I kind of talked about this in a recent podcast episode for a moment, Um, actually the one I recorded this morning on my way to work, I was reflecting upon this little, uh, how I was grumpy over the weekend and how I kind of felt like I law of attraction, um, more grumpy things into my experience and I got rear-ended in my dream car. I'm in my dream car, which I love. And it's not that I spent tens of thousands of dollars on it or anything. I actually got a pretty sweet deal on it because a lot of attraction to that too, friends. And um, and so, but it's still my dream car, you know. And I'm very frugal, so I don't like to spend a ton of money. And there's a few upgrades to my car, customizations that I'd like to do. But I, I space these things out, you know. Why? Because, I don't know, delayed gratification is definitely a part of it. And, uh, you know, setting goals around these things is part of it. Part of it's just on a, a total cheapskate. So it's that, you know, all these different elements of it. And so I got rear-ended, jacked up my bumper. It's not horrible. I could live with it. But it's, you know, it's definitely noticeable. And so it's one of these things where it's like, ah, eh, you know, it's not urgent. Uh, Elena jumped right on. She's like, well, I'll take it down to the body shop on one of my days off. And, you know, it's like she's so sweet and amazing. And um, that's why I love her, you know, because she's just, she could do that kind of stuff. For me, like, it's just a total nightmare. Even to get the car took me so many years. Even after I hit my goal, my financial goal, no, it didn't take me years after I hit the financial goal. 
Uh, but it did take me a while because it was like day time out of my routine. I had to go down and, you know, meet with people and buy the car and all that. And I just, I don't like doing things like that. Okay. Elaine is really good at this, these kind of things. I'll stay home, watch the kids, no problem. You know, we'll hang out and do whatever we do at home. And she'll take care of like the running around kind of stuff, the outside the house stuff because she likes to be outside of the house. So anyway, on the way to work today, I was sharing those experiences and, uh, you know, had a great podcast and signed off and all that. But I was kind of fired up still. I don't remember quite why. And um, and then sure enough, within, you know, a minute or a couple minutes, going down toward uh, the parking lot. And this guy, and so there's this, this little alley that comes from the right-hand side, and I always slow way down when I'm approaching this alley because I know people just don't pay any darn attention. They just speed right the heck out of this. Onto a, you know, the, the street I was on was not a super busy street, but it's definitely get some traffic, you know. It's definitely a trafficked street. And this guy just come, you know, but for whatever reason, probably because I was uh, in the mindset I was, I was kind of going a little, I was a little bit behind. I was, oh yeah, first day of school. Uh, that's what the podcast uh, that I recorded this morning was. This first day of school, dropped off the kids. I was feeling all emotional and um, emotions for me are not one of my strengths. It's not something I like to deal with when I'm doing other things. Uh, just my personality type. For some of you, I know emotions are much more forefront of your living experience. And so for me, just to give you context, that is not part of my daily experience. They are pretty far removed in a lot of cases. And I have a really good friend I did a podcast with, um, Clinton, Clinton Young. And, uh, you know, for him, we were having a conversation one day and he's like, well, my emotions are what make me stronger. You know, I'm tied into it. It leaves my heart and this and that. And it's just like, wow. You know, and I see that with him. I see the way that he speaks from the heart and with, you know, emotion and like that's something he, he's, you know, tapped into with people when he's conversating and, you know, trying to share his experiences and stuff. And, um, you know, I kind of was like, at one point I was, um, it just kind of came up like we, we had this, uh, I don't remember how it came up, but at some point um, we were talking, oh, personality styles, you know, because he's a speaker. And so he was asking about, um, we had been talking about personality types and how different personality types deal with different things. And he, he was asking for my opinion about a, a marketing piece he was doing, a promo video for speaking. And I said, you know, this is really great. However, when you are when you start with this like super deep emotional mushy stuff right off the beginning, for people like me, that's an instant turnoff. Like I see that and it's like, blah, like gag me. This is like dude, like, keep it to yourself, like, public display of affection, just don't do it, you know, and, like, that's my personal thing, I'm not judging, I'm just saying, like, if you're trying to approach me and, and win me over for something, just don't start with that, because it's, like, you know, and I know the guy, he's a good friend of mine, so it, it's, you know, like, I know where he's coming from, and I know he's not doing it in a manipulative way, but for me, that's the way it comes across, and so, you know, it's giving him real feedback about this. And it was kind of like it caught him off guard, you know, because it was just so outside his realm of context. You know, it's like, well, who doesn't want to talk about feelings? <laughs> who doesn't want to dive deep into their, their emotions? It's like, dude, yeah, like people like me. Now, granted, and then so we got into this conversation. It's like, well, this 
personality testing that I took really hit home for me because it, it expressed, it showed like statistics and all these things about people that, um, you know, have different personality types and how they approach situations and even what percentage of people are this type of personality and that type and what areas do they most live in and all these crazy stats. And um, so we were talking about that and uh, it's just like, yeah, you know, it, it turns out the specific type that I am is one of the rarer, most rare ones. There's like this one and uh, one other one that's really rare. And uh, so there's just, you know, so not a lot of people approach life, I guess, the same way by default, where it's um, kind of more the thinking mind first and the emotions are pretty far, not repressed, but pushed back. Like they don't, for me, I do not like to involve emotions in my decision making because that for me has a, it, it could negatively impact my ability to make a clear decision because if I'm emotional about it, then I might make a decision based off of my emotions and not off the facts or off the best use of, of logic that I could come up with had I not been in an emotional state. So for me, keeping a clear level head amidst confusion and chaos and emotional turmoil is of the utmost importance. And with that, are there drawbacks? Yeah, of course. You know, it, there's drawbacks like if I'm not being sensitive to somebody's feelings and I'm making a decision that's purely rational and cold and calculating, you know, from their perspective, that could, that could obviously have a bad, a negative impact. And so, um, well, how did that happen? I don't know how we got there. Point being, this morning, I almost got freaking wrecked by this guy coming out of this thing and how fast ever he was coming out. And I slammed on my brakes and... Uh, was just pissed, you know, immediately I was pissed, like this dude is just about to slam me, and he barely, we had barely avoided having a wreck, and I don't know if you've ever been in a wreck, hopefully not, hopefully um, not, but the sounds that happen when there's an accident are freaking horrible, and it's loud, and it's jarring, and, um, you know, it's one of those things that it's like, and Elena, my wife, you know, she was rear-ended a few weeks ago, that was what I was talking about, and uh, so she was saying as we were driving around the other day how she's kind of got like PTSD in a sense where she's always looking in her rear view, you know, scared that somebody's going to come slam into the back of her car again. And um, I, and I totally understand that, you know, and that's what I was trying to avoid, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I was totally trying to avoid an accident. Absolutely, I was. Point being, obstacles. That was um, an obstacle that now I get to overcome this this thing with my bumper, right? I had earmarked some money to get my subwoofer hooked up. I've had this thing. I've been driving around with the subwoofer not installed, but just sitting in my trunk for eh, three years, two years at least. Why? Because I'm too damn cheap and too too. I can't be bothered. I can't freaking be bothered to go sit at a place and have that happen. Like I'd much rather just sit at home and not do that and be with the kids, you know, and the fam. So one, I got to make the time to go do it. That's, it's all on me. I take full responsibility for this friends. Make no, make no mistake. I, I recognize the insanity of this whole conversation. And I also recognize that I have a superstar wife who helps me get stuff done that otherwise would probably never, ever actually get done. Right. So shout out to her. Shout out to Elena. She's the best. I love her. And overcoming obstacles is there's this 
when I was rear-ended the other day, it, you know, there's a point where it's just like all laughable to me, you know, it's just like, of course, you know, it's hilarious. Like it couldn't have gone any other way. Right. Um, uh, not even a month ago, I think the other reason this was so freaking hilarious and this obstacles of life conversation is so important today is because I got my car towed. I was downtown to celebrate a friend, a colleague as she was leaving the company that I worked for to go, you know, to go on to other things. She'd been with the company for a long time and, uh, you know, just wanted to expand horizons. And I don't go downtown much these days, friends. Like I said, I try to not go out at all these days. I went out for many years and I lived it up. I had plenty of fun, enough fun for me, enough fun for probably you and probably a lot of other people. And I walked away. And I'll not say I won't ever do it again, but I've had my fair share of fun, and now I enjoy being in. And with that, the car got towed, and it was like this just super fun. Like, oh, okay, oh, there's my car. Oh, shoot, let me go get it. And I run over there, and I see it on the back of the thing, and the dude's just, you know, he's already got on the thing, so I couldn't even bribe him to take it off. He's like, you got to talk to those cops about it. Don't talk to me about it. And he was, you know, trying to get out of there quick because he could tell I was getting uh you know, I wasn't in a very happy mood, believe it or not. And so he's like, talk to those cops. It's like, okay. It's like, you know, sir, hey, this guy, you know, look at this sign. The sign is obviously um, not posted clearly. There's signs on top of signs on top of signs. This is some BS. This is a racket you guys are running here. He's like, yeah. Uh, he's like, I know this is horrible, blah, blah. I was like, well, tell the dude to take it off. I'll take it right now. And I won't have to uh, go through this whole scenario. And he's like, ah, you know, it's already on there. It'll take too long. It's like, dude, I don't care how long it takes this guy. This my his time is not of my concern, right? Uh, this is this is uh, this is ridiculous. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I know, I hate doing this part of the job, but this is what it is, and blah blah blah. So anyway, I wasn't getting anywhere with him, and um, how they deal with this? So I I might have even gone into this in another episode, so I don't want to go too deep. But basically, I ended up in like a super sketch part of town. My phone was almost dead. Uber, the app was crashing, so I couldn't get a ride out of the super sketchy part of town. Didn't know where my car went. Didn't know, you know, if I had any money to get my car out. If it stays overnight, it's going to be crazy, crazy fees. Ended up still being close to 500 bucks by the time all said and done. And it's like, you know, I'm just laughing at this point. I'm lost in some crazy part of downtown San Diego with a phone that's almost dead, no money in my pocket. And um, just like, you know, dare not ask the question what else, right? Because <laughs> I didn't want to find out what else. But just being in that mode of like, you know, whatever's going to happen at this point in time is certainly outside of my control. And I really am at the point where I, all I could do is roll with the punches. Just find the flow of whatever, wherever this crazy adventure is taking me, whatever lessons I'm supposed to be learning here. I'm going to just try to absorb it and laugh at it and go with it because anything else is going to drive me insane. I'm going to break things or I'm going to get myself arrested, you know, and it was like that kind of mentality of, hey, you know, recognizing it's the, um, that uh, serenity prayer, right? And I don't, I'm going to totally butcher it, but it goes something like God or higher power or whatever, please help me to recognize the difference between the things that oh no to to be able to change the things i can 
let go of the things I can't and the wisdom to be able to recognize the difference between the things I can change and the things I can't change. Uh, give me the strength to change the things that I can't change, the patience or the grace to not change the things that I can't and the wisdom to know the difference. And I think that's such an awesome prayer or affirmation because that that I think sometimes is part of the overcoming obstacles is recognizing when there's an obstacle that maybe is just really outside of your control and to keep fighting it head on anyway is maybe just, you know, wasting your own time and your energy and life, your life energy. So if there's a better way, then ideally we would be able to become open to that as quickly as possible. As soon as we recognize, hey, this is a dead end, then let's stop beating our head against this wall and uh, look for maybe a crack in the wall. Or maybe we need to go under the wall or around or over instead of trying to break through. Maybe that part is beyond our control. Maybe not, but let's gain the wisdom to be able to tell the difference. So either way, we're making we're making progress. So that is kind of the first big concept and uh, point I want to get on today about overcoming obstacles is that sometimes just recognizing that the way we've been doing it isn't always necessarily the best way um, or that maybe it's really something that is outside of our control and there, we, we're going about the whole thing all wrong. We're being, you know, beating a dead horse or banging our head against a wall that is a wall we really can't change. And so not to say to give up, but just to say, to recognize like, hey, let's ask for maybe guidance from a mentor, right? Or, um, you know, a professional that's already got got experience in this that can see the holes in our plan or the, the pieces where we're falling behind or missing some something, you know, and that's where that extra perspective can come in. And that's kind of the idea of the episode today is to give you maybe some extra perspective, maybe remind you that, hey, um, yeah, maybe the way you've been doing it always worked in the past, but all of a sudden for whatever reason, maybe reasons outside of your own control, that it's not working. Maybe it is within your control and you've just been being lazy or you've been going about doing it wrong. And I obviously, I don't know. I'm just throwing things out there. You are ultimately the one that gets to decide that. And so hopefully this gave you some little insights and ways to break that down and look at it from different perspectives. So with that, my friend, I'm going to make you a special offer. I was going to sell this ebook because I think it's pretty fantastic about overcoming obstacles, but instead I think I'm going to just give it to you for free because there's enough obstacles in life. Why make being able to afford this awesome ebook another one, right? Right? Aren't I trying to make things more flowing and awesome for both of us? Yes, I am. Yes, I am, friend. So this is for free to you. Go to this uh, podcast episode in the store. Go into the podcast and search for Overcoming Obstacles. And I will attach it into the show notes with a link for the free version of this book, this ebook. So enjoy and overcome obstacles and crush it. And until next time, my friends, be flowing.
Well, thanks for listening, friend. By the way, do you have a story that you would like to share with other flowers? Maybe you'd like to put it in a book. Well, go to findyourflow.com forward slash author club and learn how you can publish your own book or become a published author in the Find Your Flow book series. Simply go to findyourflow.com forward slash author club, all one word, and be sure to join the free Facebook group while you're at it. Thanks, friend. And until next time, be flowing.